We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What a day in sports. My, oh my. We will get into the NFL later. Right now we want to talk Timberwolves and what a big win this was for the Timberwolves tonight at Target Center. Because as Alan and Cal alluded to at the end of the postgame show, they got a tough trip coming up, and it's not going to be easy. Let's start with number one, the win. Minnesota wins at 136-125 tonight. And Carl Anthony Towns, a little bit surprised, sounded a bit down uh, about his struggles in the game. But you look at the numbers, 23 points, seven rebounds in the game. Uh, wasn't a great shooting game, 7 of 18 overall from the field, 2 of 7 outside the arc. But when the game really mattered in the fourth quarter, and I think he did touch on this, was very good. The other big concern, Anthony Edwards. But uh, as we said a couple of times, Allen brought it up before he signed off. Cal brought it up again. It sounds like Anthony Edwards will be okay. Now, we'll hear more tomorrow for sure. And then uh, the Timberwolves are obviously going to be on a flight tomorrow to get into Portland Monday night for the game on Tuesday night. And then they'll travel to Golden State Thursday and then be in Phoenix on Friday. And you'll hear them all here. Uh, Late starts, uh, 8.30 pregame Tuesday. 8.30 pregame Thursday, 7.30 pregame on Friday here in the home of the Timberwolves. And tonight was a measuring stick game, and I I brought it up. I was sitting in for Maxie last week on one occasion on Thursday night. And I had my regular show Saturday. And when I talked Timberwolves, I said, this is the kind of game you need to get it done. The Brooklyn Nets, with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving and the rest of that team, are title contenders. They have a very good chance when Kevin Durant comes back. Without Kevin Durant, they are still a very good team because they still have Kyrie Irving. They still have James Harden and a very good supporting cast around those stars. But if the Timberwolves are to be taken seriously and... As we get to the end of January and the games become more and more meaningful as we get closer to the end of the regular season and teams are jogging for playoff position, this was the kind of game, particularly with the road trip 
looming. You need to get it done. You need to find a way to win the ball game. And I give the Timberwolves all the credit in the world for getting it done. Once again, Brooklyn didn't have Kevin Durant, but it doesn't matter. They, they still got the victory tonight, and that is impressive. Uh, once again, the big concern coming out of the game is Ant. Hopefully he'll be okay and be able to play on the upcoming road trip. But a lot of balance in the lineup tonight. Ant led the way with 25. Cat uh, and D'Angelo Russell had 23. Uh, they got to help off the bench. Jalen Noel, 16. 15 from Torian Prince. He has not done a lot this year, but had a very good game tonight. Jaden McDaniels had 14. Jared Vanderbilt, uh, 9 points, 9 boards. Uh, D'Angelo Russell in the game tonight, 23 points, 10 assists, uh, chipped in 5 rebounds, 7 of 13 from the field, 2 of 6 uh, from the arc. So good, solid effort from uh, D'Angelo Russell tonight as the Timberwolves get a key victory tonight with the road trip looming. So I, I think in general, very good news that that they they won a game they needed to win. Alex Rodriguez was in the building. And it looked to me, and Jonathan, maybe you can confirm, but what I saw, I, I, I was, in all honesty, I was monitoring both the football game and tonight's Timberwolves game. I'm glad and, you admitted it before I did. Well, you know, <laughs> let's face it. The, the game was ridiculous, Kansas City and Buffalo. But I found a way to have both on. Um, and what I did is is didn't have the I, – I always listen to Alan Horton with, with all due respect to the Timberwolves television crew. Uh, Dave Benz and Jim Pete are phenomenal. But uh, I'm very loyal to Alan Horton. So I actually had three feeds going. Alan on the radio call, then I had Bally Sports North on the computer, and I had the football game on the television. So I had all my bases covered tonight. Because what, what I like about Alan is, is he works alone and weaves in so many numbers throughout the game. His prep is tremendous. And then, of course, he has Super Stats Dave alongside. It, it, it's just so enjoyable. Not not only do you get a great call of the game, but but you also get so many great numbers. They really take you inside the game and the the modern analytics and numbers associated with the NBA. So uh, an enjoyable night. But it looked like Alex Rodriguez was in the house tonight, sitting in the seats that uh, one Taylor and his wife normally sit in. Those are, the, I have those are right? the parks. Those are the parks when you get to be uh, the the new owner coming into the new stead. But but that that was a Rod sitting in those seats where normally Glenn sits. I believe correct? so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right by the bench. All right. So so you saw the same thing I did. All right. Quick break. We'll come back. More Timberwolves. We'll segue into really a huge day in sports. Two phenomenal games in the NFL playoffs, and. Uh, a Minnesotan sets an NCAA record in women's basketball. And we'll, we'll have all of that, including the PGA Tour leaderboard 
and more before 11 o'clock. Steve Hutchinson is sitting in for Gerilyn Steele tonight. Uh, kind of a Sunday night special edition of Timberwolves tonight here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Timberwolves win. They beat Brooklyn 136-125. No Kevin Durant. Not available for duty to sprain knee. Uh, Timberwolves get it done, though, and did a really good job tonight. Uh, James Harden, typically a huge factor, uh, 13 points. He dished out 13 assists, so there's that. 4 of 13 from the field, 104 from downtown. Uh, Kyrie Irving, 11 of 20 overall from the field, 3 of 8 from outside the arc. Kyrie, 30 points in the game tonight. Patty Mills, 21. Kessler Edwards had 15. And off the bench, not a lot. James Johnson had 7. Cam Thomas had 11. But uh, the fact that uh, James Harden didn't go crazy tonight. Kyrie Irving, no pretty big night. A lead all in the game with 30 points, but uh, the Timberwolves get it done. And Brooklyn had only lost, has only lost a couple of games. I know Allen had this number when it's not the second night of a back-to-back, just two times this year on the road. So pretty impressive for the Timberwolves tonight. Once again, uh, they'll sleep in their own beds tonight and then uh, head for Portland tomorrow. They'll be in Portland on Tuesday night. We'll be on the air at 8.30. And then on Thursday at Golden State. So pretty short flight from Portland to the Bay Area. I I can't imagine that takes very long uh, to fly from Portland to to the Bay Area. And that'll be an 8.30 start on Thursday night. And then Henry Lake uh, follows with Timberwolves tonight, Tuesday night and Thursday night. Same deal on Friday, a little bit earlier start. That'll be a 7.30 pregame show with Cal Soderquist, Alan Horton with all the play-by-play after 8 o'clock tonight. But when you look at the NBA standings and and where the Timberwolves are, uh, you just can't afford to go over for the trip. You you need to find a way, and this is a tough trip, no question. I, I think that's about as tough a bag-to-bag as you're going to find anywhere in the association. Thursday night, Friday night, Golden State, Phoenix on the road. I, I, I can't imagine a scenario that would be any more difficult than that. Uh, maybe with Kevin Durant at Brooklyn, at Miami, if you're out east. But, yeah, Phoenix, Golden State, that's brutal. Uh, you know, or, you know, any of those top teams – Back-to-back nights on the road, uh, that is brutal. But, uh, you know, the Timberwolves, I, I think, are in a nice spot. Uh, at 500 at the moment, um, fighting it out with the L.A. Lakers. you got the L.A. Clippers there. And then, at the moment, Portland six games under 500 in the number 10 spot. And when when we've talked to some of the Timberwolves beat writers, particularly on the weekends or when I'm filling in for Max here or Henry, they make a really good point. When you actually look at the top ten right now in the West, the, you get the sense already here in late January that the Timberwolves would need to fall off the face of the earth 
and really go into collapse mode here to to not get one of those spots. But I think they should try and aim a little higher. Now, granted, Denver's three games over five hundred, but wouldn't it be something if the Timberwolves could find a way to be uh, in, in the top six in the NBA's Western Conference? I I, I think you got to aim high. I I think this idea of well, you know, we you know we we get into the top ten, you know, we we, we get it, you know, I, I think the Timberwolves need to expect more than that. And beyond that, it'll be very interesting to see what the Timberwolves do to try and improve the current team ahead of the trade deadline. Are they going to go out and make a move and, and try and get a little more size up front and, and maybe try and bring in a veteran guy that, that can help them out up front? Those are the things, in my opinion, to watch with the Timberwolves. But good one tonight. They beat Brooklyn 136-125 at Target Center tonight, and once again, a balanced attack. Cat uh, didn't sound real happy with his effort tonight, but what it mattered in the fourth quarter, it was really good. Uh, Ant leads away with 23. Carl uh, Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell each had 23. Torian Prince, 15 off the bench. That really stands out. Wolves get the W once again. They hit the road. They'll be at Portland on Tuesday night. We'll be on the air at 8.30, tip just after 9 o'clock. Jonathan Lowe is our producer. Big thanks to the entire Timberwolves Radio Network crew, as always. We're going to take a break. We'll update the weather. Looks like that snow is going to end here in the next uh, hour or so in the Twin Cities area. And you'll have to shovel a little bit in the morning, I think. But uh, looks like that snow is going to wind down here a little bit sooner than they thought. And then we'll talk football. What a weekend in the NFL. And a Minnesota native set an NCAA Division I women's single-game scoring record. And we'll tell you who coming up here on News Talk. E3O, WCCO. Timberwolves win. They beat Brooklyn 136-125. With the Sunday night game, Gerilina has the night off. Steve Thompson in. We had a little Timberwolves tonight. Sunday night edition. Uh, Henry Lake will take over the honors this week after the games at Portland, Golden State, and Phoenix. The football games today, unbelievable. NFL Division Weekend. And the games on Saturday were good and went right down to the wire. You may remember the game on Saturday afternoon. Cincinnati goes into Tennessee and pulls off the upset, 19-16. Uh, the number one seed in the AFC out. And then on Saturday night, San Francisco, a block punt, and then a long field goal by Robbie Gold to win it in the snow at Lambeau, 13-10. to Packers special teams really let them down. Niners win 13-10, to so compelling sports theater. It got even better today in the early game. The Rams cough up a big lead to the Buccaneers. Tom Brady and the Bucs, 24 points in the third and fourth quarter to tie the game at 27, and then Matthew Stafford and their phenomenal wide receiver, Cooper Cup, get it down the field, into field goal range, and they hit the winning field goal to close it out. 
That brings us to the Sunday night tilt, the AFC divisional game between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City. And this was back and forth, tied at 14 at the half. These teams combined for 28 points in the fourth quarter, most of those coming in the final three minutes of the game. It goes to overtime. Kansas City wins the toss, goes down the field, and uh, Patrick Mahomes hits Travis Kelsey for the winner. 42-36 the final in overtime. One of the great playoff games, and I'm not going out on a limb, one of the great playoff games in NFL history in Kansas City tonight. Jonathan Lowell, you're probably not even going to sleep tonight, are you? That was unbelievable. Uh, I'm, I'm flying a little high. <laughs> I bet. Just, uh, just say it, and I've been, uh, oh, the, wow. let's just say the family text chain has been active uh, over the last hour. <laughs> oh, I... I, I and like I say, no rooting interest whatsoever. But anybody who follows the NFL knew that there were a lot of great matchups and could be great games. But this Kansas City-Buffalo game lived up to all the hype and all the expectations. You you look at the quarterback play. We all know who how good Patrick Mahomes is. But, but I'll tell you what, Josh Allen has taken it to another level. This this was a quarterback duel for the ages tonight. The the fear was um this was kind of a revenge game for both teams because Buffalo of course lost last year in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City, but they had kind of avenged that in week 5 of this season going to Kansas City and beating Kansas City soundly. So now they kind of set up a revenge game for Kansas City to, yeah. to say, okay, we let you have one on our home field. We can't let you have this one. So you knew, you, you figured, you hoped the quality would be high. And the quality was high. Oh. And Allen, just the fact that they had all the designed runs, it wasn't just – He's going to scramble. He's going to go back in the pocket and scramble out and find his way into the into the behind or outside of the line of scrimmage and go forward. It was the designed runs, the runs where you're going to get him. And and really, there was not a whole lot that went in the middle. There wasn't a whole lot of quarterback draws going up the gut. It was more around the perimeter to the outside. And just could the Chiefs D-line and linebackers get to Allen before he could make first downs, positive yards, and they really couldn't stop him. They really couldn't. Yeah, and and you look at the numbers between these two quarterbacks, and, you know, I had brought it up when I was sitting in for Mike on Thursday night and, and where these two quarterbacks were headed in their careers. And you had Patrick Mahomes – and Josh Allen, it's kind of like, I know this, and I even said this to Chris Tubbs that night, I said, I know it sounds silly, but at this moment in time, if you could have your pick of any quarterback in the NFL, the no-brainer for the last couple of years was Patrick Mahomes. Just an absolute no-brainer. I think Josh Allen's moved into that conversation. I'd still probably take Mahomes 
you know, in say for instance a fantasy football draft, Josh Allen is pretty impressive. And and we saw in general really good quarterback play today. Don't forget about that early game. You have the greatest of all time and Tom Brady leading that comeback off some Rams mistakes. And then Matthew Stafford made some phenomenal plays and a couple of great throws to Cup. The quarterback play today, the greatest of all time in Brady. And then you got Mahomes, who's still the best quarterback in the NFL. I'd take I'd take him over Brady right now, uh, of course. And you, you have no idea what his career trajectory is going to be at this point. You, you figure he's going to win some more Lombardi trophies. Um and Matthew Stafford, who suffered in Detroit, has now finally, with a team that gives him a chance, and now he's in a conference championship game. So, you know, what a day for the NFL. I believe, my, oh my. I believe that between the four of them, if I'm correct, the only one that actually had a turnover, not just through an interception, but had a turnover, was Brady. I think the other three, I think they got off clean. They didn't have any uh, fumbles or, or interceptions today. That's the level of football that we had today. We, we, there was one team that was kind of turnover happy. The Bucks had a couple of turnovers themselves. I don't think there was a turnover in the Bills-Chiefs game at all. There, I don't think there was one. This was high level. It was extremely high level. Great sports entertainment. And and there's another point I want to make in all of this on this Sunday night. And, and I understand that the regional sports networks are the lifeblood of Major League Baseball and the NHL and the NBA. And the NFL is is the big daddy because they have the huge television contracts with, with all the major networks. CBS, NBC. ABC, ESPN, Disney, they're, they're involved. They they have a piece of all of this. And, you know, then, of course, Fox. And so, so they've got all the networks bidding and pushing and shoving to get all the NFL action they can get. But here's the beauty of it. All four of these games this weekend were on free, over-the-air television. Is all you need is an antenna and a TV, and you can get these games. And that's the beauty of the NFL. And if I'm going to take a shot at the college football championship game, you had to have cable. You had to have satellite. You had to have some sort of streaming service. Let's face it. Let's call it what it is. It's pay-per-view. You, you, you have to pay for it, which, in my opinion, is a huge mistake for the college football championship game. It should be on free, over-the-air TV. And th- that's the one thing that the NFL gets right. And, and they do a lot of bad stuff. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not an NFL cheerleader. But they get this right. They, The Minnesota Viking games here in this market are on free, over-the-air TV every week of the season. And the same thing is true in Wisconsin for Green Bay or in Detroit, or in Chicago if you're a Bears fan. You're getting those games every week on free TV. And on those rare occasions, they play a Thursday night game or a Monday night game, which would be on cable only. They still throw them on an over-the-air television station 
in those markets. The NFL gets it. They get their product out to everybody. As far as I'm concerned, you can watch your local team without any sort of pay-per-view situation. And and I believe that's one of the reasons they're, they're as big as they are, because they, they put that product out there for free, and it was great today. It was just absolutely stellar sports entertainment. Quick break. We'll come back, put a wrap on the hour. A Minnesota woman at Kansas State set an NCAA Division I women's single-game scoring record. Uh, we'll have that story. Jonathan Lowe brought it up to me earlier tonight. We'll tell you that story in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Steve in for Gerilyn following the Timberwolves' win over Brooklyn, 136-125. to 125. Ant banged up at the end of the game. Looks like he will be okay. Timberwolves a balanced attack tonight. 25 from Anthony Edwards, 23 each from Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. They get the W, and now they're going to be on the road. They will make a trip out to Portland Tuesday night, pregame 8.30. At Golden State Thursday night, we'll be on the air at 8.30. And then Friday in Phoenix, we'll be on the air a little earlier at 7.30. And then the Timberwolves take on Utah at home one week from tonight. NFL playoffs, two phenomenal games. Earlier, uh, the Rams beat the Buccaneers in Tampa 30-27. to Tom Brady's season is over. The defending Super Bowl champions are out. And then Kansas City beat Buffalo 42-36 to in overtime. What a game for Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes a touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey in overtime on the opening drive of OT for Kansas City to win it. Cincinnati will be in Kansas City in the AFC Championship game early on Sunday. Meanwhile, San Francisco will be in L.A. to play the Rams in the NFC title game. That'll be the site of the Super Bowl in February as well. I'm glad you brought that up. That's the thing with the NFC title game. Yeah. The the person is basically uh, like it's on the hoops court in the summertime. Winter stays. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and that that's kind of so so the Rams for the second year in a row have a chance to play at home in the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay did it a, a year ago and of course won it all. By the way, PGA Tour the American Express out in the Palm Springs area. Hudson Swafford was your winner at 23 under par. Beat Fargo's Tom Hoagie by 2, but uh, Hoagie in a good spot. Uh he jumps to 10th in the FedEx Cup points. Uh, early in the 22 season. All right, Jonathan, you brought it up to me earlier. A uh, young woman from Byron, Minnesota, now playing at Kansas State, set the NCAA Division I women's single-game scoring record tonight. She poured in 61. How about that? This was an amazing story. Um, I had watched her play. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Kansas State was hosting Iowa State in uh, conference play, and I hadn't I hadn't seen her before. And she's a junior at Kansas State, and uh, this woman by the name of uh, Ioka Lee, she was a dominant force on the inside, like you would see. I'll, I'll go back uh, maybe ten, twelve years ago to someone like a Courtney Paris, uh, who dominated the interior at Oklahoma uh, here, you know, in the Midwest, and and. 
she had a phenomenal game against Iowa State. Well, Oklahoma came in tonight and early this afternoon, and she went to work early. Kansas State got a fifteen nothing lead in this game, and then they just fed her and fed her and fed her, and she just kept making buckets and buckets and buckets. Ends up with sixty one points, an NCAA record for Division One for points in a basketball in a women's basketball game. Yeah. And guess who she beat? There is a woman that tied this tied the old record a few years ago. If you can remember, guess who she beat oh, yeah. tonight? Rachel Banham. I Correct. remember it well. Yeah. Correct. So it's yeah, it's Minnesota's very it, Rachel Banham. It's interesting that a that a Minnesota native uh, topped a record that was shared by a Minnesota native. Yeah, Long Beach State Cindy Brown scored sixty against San Jose State in eighty seven, and then Rachel Banham scored sixty against Northwestern in 2016. Here are the numbers. Lee went 23 of 30 from the field. She didn't attempt a single three-pointer in her 35 minutes of action. She had a 12 rebounds. The nod should double-double and nailed 15 of her 17 free-throw attempts in the 61-point effort. She's 6'6 from Byron. She was a Ms. basketball finalist here in the state of Minnesota, but... Uh, Great stuff. Um, really, really cool for Ioka Lee from Byron, Minnesota. 61 points for Kansas State. And this is going to get some run. We're going to talk more about it. I'm in for Mike Max on Monday night on Sports to the Max. Uh, and, of course, Henry Lake from 9 to 1 on Monday night. But a lot more on that story. Big thanks to Jonathan Lowe, our producer tonight. Timberwolves win, beat Brooklyn 136-125. Once again, Kansas City beat Buffalo 42-36 in overtime. Earlier, the L.A. Rams beat Tampa Bay 30-27. Looks like the snow is going to wind down uh, here in the next hour or so here in the Twin Cities. Drive safely. Thanks so much for joining us here on CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.